I don't want to be a martyr. No, I. I want to live. That is good. For believing what you do, we confer upon you a rare gift these days. A martyr's death. The cross commands you. The blood of the martyrs commands you. I wrote them down in my diary so that I wouldn't have to remember. Alrighty then, let's see. This... I as of as I am sitting here right now, I do not know what this episode will be titled. So I don't know how much of the uh, plot will get given away here on what's going on, but we're going to do something a little different from what we've been doing simply because as I am sole ecumenical patriarch of this podcast, I get to determine who is and is not a martyr. Heh, <laughs> I have that kind of power. If you would like that kind of power, have your own podcast and life will work out well for you. So for today, we are going to, wait for it, 21st century America. And I have to say it like that because we've been, you know, 18th century Korea and 15th century England and 4th century Europe and everywhere else. So it just feels right to say it. So what is the world of modern America? It's a cultural stew, and it's probably not a good stew. Maybe it's like that stew Elijah had to put the stick in to keep everybody from dying. I don't know. In this country, you can find pretty much every language and every culture a situation that is almost unprecedented in human history. I say almost because you can make the argument that maybe ancient Babylon, (coughs) excuse me, maybe ancient Babylon had that same sort of melting pot, but there weren't the number of cultures available then. And same thing with ancient Rome. The, with, with travel and communication, there's just nothing like the modern American world. Now, to give you an example of what I mean when I talk about melting pot and just availability of culture, um, more Jews live in America than Israel. There are 7.6 million Jews in America to 6.3 million Jews in Israel. Now, you have that kind of cultural stew built upon a country that has its foundations in Christendom, meaning its foundations are still held on a Christian footing, but you have imported all of these different cultures, all of these different ideas and ideals. And by the way, I'm not making a moral argument one way or the other. You're going to have numerous opportunities for, one, gospel interaction, but two, conflict. And with that opportunity for conflict, unfortunately, becomes opportunity for ideological conflict as well as religious conflict. So that leads us to the martyrdom of Catherine Kuntz, Mike Hill, and Cynthia Peake. I don't have a, a fancy name for them just going to warn you that this is this is going to hurt and I'm going to I'm going to get through this that's how that's where I'm at for some other some things in life just affect me there aren't a lot of things in life that affect me like this this is just one of those things and so I managed to get through enough of the research to be dangerous so hopefully I'll get through enough of the talking to where you will be blessed why do we worry about Catherine Kuntz, Mike Hill and Cynthia Peak they are the headmaster custodian and substitute teacher of the Nashville school that was shot at last what last week as I'm, as I'm recording this. So whenever you listen to this, you'll know about when this was done. Um, Cynthia Peake was a substitute teacher at the school. She was saved in college and, and proclaims that God's love changed her life. Friends say it was quite appropriate that she was teaching at a Christian school. 
Mike Hill was the custodian of the school. This is a statement from his family. We pray for the Covenant School and are so grateful that Michael was beloved by the faculty and students who filled him with joy for 14 years. As a father of seven children and 14 grandchildren, he liked to cook and spend time with his family. The man was a greeter in his church. Um, whenever he was on duty to be a greeter, they always, uh, everybody knew when his Sundays were because he was always dressed impeccably, as the description goes, like he was going to go meet the president. And he was outgoing and warm and welcome, and one of the people who worked with him as a greeter said, everybody loved Mike, and in turn, he loved them. He's famous in the school for knowing the names of the students. I don't know about you, but when I went to school, I barely knew the janitor's name, much less expected the janitor to know my name. He knew the names of the students, a.k.a. A pre-K through sixth grade school with over 200 students. Now, Catherine Kuntz is the administrator, the head administrator of the school. There's various titles, you know, principal, headmaster, however you want to do it. She spent 22 years in Nashville Christian schools, 15 and one, and then seven here at Covenant School. Um, at the time of the shooting, and if you have seen the video, one, I'm sorry. If you haven't, don't go looking for it. The, the shooter actually spent several minutes having to shoot out the glass doors of the building. And during that initial shooting, Catherine Kuntz was on a phone meeting and abruptly, of course, ended the meeting and went out to the hallway to confront the shooter. That's where police found her. Having confronted the shooter, she was, as it's been put, assassinated right in the hallway by the office. Now... <clears throat> Excuse me. What would possess a person to go unarmed knowing that you're confronting an armed shooter that's probably not there to, you know, make friends and influence people? A quote from Catherine Kuntz's own uh, web blog. Daily, I need to open my heart to whatever, whatever God has for our school, whatever the trials we're having to endure. We still believe. We are still faithful. We still love him wholeheartedly. Whatever difficulties or blessings are evident in our homes, we will seek to do the next right thing. With hands open to whatever, we will make good decisions. We will construct good plans, and we will seek to do whatever pleases God. If you've taken nothing else away from this series— and I'm not ending it, by the way. I've, you know, I'm going to still for a little while longer, at least keep moving. But if you've taken nothing else away, it is a recognition that these martyrs of history are people who were serving God then. You know about their story now, and you know about their story at the great apex of history as far as their lives are concerned. And that's one of the quirks of history is the things that we think are the end-all, be-all of the moment are meaningless and ignored when they come to the books. And we take three people here, all of whom 60, 61 years old, lived entire lives, touched lives, had good days, had bad days, had great moments, had bad moments, had moments of doubting, had moments of faithfulness, had great theological epiphanies, and had great moments where they cried out in repentance. Why? Because that's the human condition, and that's the Christian walk. We will remember how their lives ended. Christian, Remember that the same God that empowers them at the end is the same God that empowers you as you walk. And the grace that you will need at the end is the grace that you will need in the now. And that as you serve God, you serve him faithfully now. 
wherever now may be, whatever that now may look like, and his grace is sufficient for you, to quote a paraphrase of Paul. We don't need the strength to go confront a shooter because we're not confronting one right now. When the time comes, you'll have what you need. When the time comes for God to bring you home, he will do so by his grace and in his mercy, and you will rejoice in his kingdom as Catherine Kuntz and Mike Hill and Cynthia Peake. And remember, Christian, as we celebrate these great martyrs, we're not celebrating them. We are celebrating the work of God in their lives, the strength that he has provided, because it is the hope of his kingdom poured out throughout history, poured out each and every day, the thing that we long for, the thing that we cling to, the promise that he has given. Remember that, because it is how we live each and every day. Until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye.